Welcome back, everybody, to Thought Straight Podcast. I'm your host, Holly Michelle. Today's topic is boundaries, and our guests today are Native Amber J. Hey, hey, what's up, y'all? And Jeremiah the Boy Squared. What up? What's happening? So, I kind of, y'all probably seen, I've been advertising a lot about this and I said it's gonna get juicy because boundaries is always juicy like a few other topics so um I'm gonna go in I think everybody and I'm I'm this is my assumption essentially we should all know what boundaries are but do we do we know our own boundaries is my question for real because sometimes I think that we don't actually know when we get started what our own boundaries are and sometimes I think people don't know until they've been challenged or they've been faced with something where they actually have to set a boundary yeah. so for you guys like when did you realize that you needed to set a boundary when did you realize that there was something that you were doing on a regular basis that was causing you I don't know some type of anguish or anger because you hadn't set a boundary Uh, I, I would love to get first on this one, <laughs> um, but more recently, uh, it was my job. It was what I was allowing to happen. Like I was, I hate to say I was so dedicated because I really started hating to go there, but I would literally, because I knew I had to get out early or whatever, I would work an hour off the clock. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I would come in at 4 a.m. Really, I'm, I, I'm clocking in at 5. But I would hurry up and get all that type of stuff done and then go clock in and then hurry up and finish up and then leave. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because I, in my mind, I'm like, shit, I, I'm about to make more money if I leave than if I just let them have this, this little hour. You know? But really, that I, I should have just left, period, because... You know what I mean? Like, I, I should have set the boundary. Like, no, I'm coming in at five. I'm leaving at this time. Because that's what I have to do. And if it was somebody else, you would allow them to do it too. And I should have set a boundary. Like, I'm not working off the clock. I'm not doing any work that I'm not getting paid for. Right. You know what I mean? I should have set that boundary a long time ago. And, I, and I, I'm and i literally, when I say I'm just now doing this, like, maybe I started in December. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or what month is it? What month do we? Maybe I started February. this year. That maybe I, I started this year type of deal. So that's the first thing that popped in my mind recently that I had to check my boundaries on. For sure, because I we had a conversation about that, and I was saying, you know, um, I was a person for my particular job where if ever they needed somebody to cover something, I'm like, you know, making way or I'm, you know, like, hey, okay, well, I'll do, you know, from three to this. But then I was like, you know, I'd be tired. Like, I don't normally work mm-hmm. these days. I, I'm normally off. And, you know, I got to a point where I was like, you know what? Um, you're going to have to figure it out because I can't do it. And I know that was the expectation of me because I had always done it. And then at a certain point when I started to decide to, you know, take me into account and, you know, handle more self-care and then do more things that I, you know, want to do as far as, as business and, and finishing school and stuff. I was just like, yeah, yeah, I can't do it. 
yeah. they're gonna have to figure out and find something else another way somebody else because nobody's gonna you know in a way care for me the way that I'm gonna care for me and they definitely aren't so I have to take me into account first yeah hmm. all right I'll go ahead and chime in on it uh I have a few but I can sum it up one would be my career but I determined that probably about five years ago uh, especially switching over to salary uh, I determined that, you know, for what they paying me, time utilization, prioritize. And most of the time I get in and out before they even get a good five out of me because I become that productive. Um, second would have to be, you know, as a parent, as a father, co-parenting, um, had to set boundaries in that market as far as when it came to, you know, the stresses, um, the understanding and misunderstandings, the lack of, you know, perception on both ends uh, and making it to where boundaries were set that once my children got to an age to get them to par where they reach out to me instead of having to go through the third wheel, you know, still have to deal with the mothers. But um, instead of the toxicity um, on both parties in, um, now the child is like, hey, you know, the child can deal with me on a one-on-one level. So now I can hold them accountable. Tuesday our day or Thursday or Friday our day. Let's do a recap as far as the week. Uh, the last one I would say with family, with family and so-called friends, had to set a boundary with that because everyone's quick to pick up the phone and ask for something, hand out, or could you do me a favor, but yet they can't pay you the respects as far as checking in on you. So yeah. I had to I, I had to reciprocate that, start reciprocating that. So um, you have to learn how to care for me like I care for you, because um, I I get tired of doing the leg work. So I think the family one, the piece that you, the last one you spoke on, and even the the second one, I think that is important. It doesn't even just apply to family. It applies to people who you may consider your friend or, you know, maybe just somebody you cool with or whatever. You know, I have an issue with people not, I've always had this issue with, I have an issue with people not talking to me, but asking me for something. Yeah. I be, I really tried not, I, I really try to, to, at first I was like, am I being petty? You know, I, you know, I questioned myself, like, am I wrong for this? No. But, you know, I had to think about it. And the reason, the reason why I get offended is because I don't do that to anybody. I don't not talk to you forever and then catch you up like, okay, well, can you do this for me? I don't do that. So I guess it's more or less like I want what I'm giving in return, mm-hmm. being reciprocal. However, you know, there are certain times where, you know, before I even knew that I needed to set boundaries that I did not do that. I literally was every time they called, yes, 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 yes. I didn't know. Yeah. No. Yeah, you made yourself available. Right. I made myself available for everything and everybody, you know, and that's where I, when I got to the point of, excuse me, I had an issue with taking on everybody else's energies. When I started taking on everybody else's energies, it started to weigh me down. And I became super sensitive, crying all the time. And it wasn't anything to do with me. It was everything to do with what I was allowing to come my way 
and I didn't have to allow it to come my way. So mm-hmm. I had to learn, like I really had to learn, like to put myself first. Like I, I can, you know, there's a, you know, I have a limit. You know, I will help you at a certain point. Like in me and Amber's, um, I want to say it was communication or even just a personal conversation. You know, um, it's not that I won't do. It's just that at a certain point of bringing stuff to me over and over again, I, I my next question is, what's the solution next? Because I can't, I can't personally keep doing it. The solution. You gotta have a solution. <laughs> you gotta have a. You gotta have. You you have to have something in place. Like you know, what I'm saying like if you keep coming with the same thing, you oh, know, God. at some point you gotta figure it out. Right. So I I want to know. Listen, what's your plan the next time? Because we're not gonna keep right. going back through this same scenario over and over again. Right. That's a straight. That's a serious boundary for me because I don't even want to hear. I don't want to hear no excuses. I don't want to hear no. Uh, I don't want to hear you justifying nothing. Uh, we gonna figure it out. Yeah. Period. I didn't even think of that as being a boundary, but you're dead ass. Like that's the yeah. I don't want to hear nothing. I guess when you allow somebody to keep crying to you, and you, you don't want to hear that it's your not face. doing nothing for them. Yeah. You yeah. You yeah. keep allowing them to do the same thing over again, and that's invading, you know, because you, you, we, we tend to react. Like I said in my my film, feeling your way through life podcast. We literally react to everything in, in a sense. You know, either you thinking about it or you you actually physically react to it. You think, you know, it's a you, you have a feeling towards it. We react to everything. So so that you don't keep invading my space and, and you know, interrupting the peace I may have already had. Like, there's a, listen, the, 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 the line stops here. Don't bring this back to me no more. Yeah, um... And, and on that, uh, I agree. Um, but what I did, because, you know, a lot of people make time for what they want to make time for. Mm-hmm. You know, people are real selfish. That's just a fact. So instead of me uh, giving them the same uh, energy in return, you know, being petty, what I do is things that or a priority to me or that are important to me, I spend time doing that. And uh, I don't make myself so available. Um, that's what I put in place as far as, cause everybody always wants something. Hey, can I, can, can you spare a few moments? I want to talk to you about something, but but won't pay you the same respect at all whatsoever. They could sit there and they be like, oh, I'm at the store. I'm gonna call you back. Hey, that call back, guess what? It don't go for an hour, two hours. So you might not hear from them until the end of the month if you're lucky. <laughs> for real, I but it, bad I be doing it. Right. But, yeah, but it but it be like that. And it then you know, it don't even yeah. no shade. It's just and I probably won't I probably talk to the same people all the time, but I I will forget to like call back. I'll forget to reach out or whatever. I'll be trying to tell people, just just call me. <laughs> just just call me because I'll be doing too much. But that's that's so I'll open it right there. It's like, yeah, I'm respecting other people as well. If you're gonna beat her, beat her. If you're not, then keep it G. Alright. So, but even on that on that spec, I was Jeremiah said something. I was like, I'm gonna be the devil's advocate here. Um Uh-oh. I'm gonna give the flip side and be like there in in any moment you know because there's times where like like the last example 
somebody has called and I'm super busy, you know what I'm saying? And I may have all the intentions in the world to, to get back to you. I just can't, you know, and maybe things continue to, to flow my way and they keep interrupting and I don't get back to you. It's not on purpose. And, and, you know, I, I said my last podcast, I was like, you know, I hate people hold grudges, but you know, it's not on purpose. I'm going to get back to you. You just may have to wait a little bit. But just on the flip side, you, ha- you know, maybe you've been in that position, like Amber said, you know, she has a tendency to do that too, where, you know, her, you know, it's not her intention to not be there for you or to not call you back. She's just busy. Yeah, I mean, I can, I can tell you just from experience and I do my best to be a neutral person. So even when it happens or if it reoccurs often, I say, hey, you know, check this out. Um, you know, drop a text, drop a link. So, I mean, I mean, you see it, look, people push one button, folks, to get on social media. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you mean, so you, look, we got voice record now. You don't even have to text me. You just hold your little audio button. Hey, can't well, get back with you, son. Look, I'm I'm just sitting here telling telling you as it is. If, if, you if, if you if you can't get back to me, you can't get back to me. But drop me a link on something. But if I extend myself and say, hey, you know, I didn't hear back from you. Uh, are you good? Or are you okay? And it just lingers from there. I mean, what is it at that point? Are you too busy to even, you know, hit me back when it comes to that too? Like, let's let's be for real now. Like, what is what is what is too busy? Yeah, I you know this you say you saying it. I was kind of thinking to myself, you know, I had been in a position where I was the person who was reaching out to somebody and they didn't get back to me, and my reaction on the other side of the phone wasn't being upset that they didn't answer the phone or that that you know they didn't get back to me in a timely manner. It was more or less the fact that I literally you know was going through something and I needed somebody at that moment and so if they're rushing to call me back or checking me way after the fact I'm totally over it and I don't want to talk about it no more mm-hmm. so you know essentially you know I could answer the phone but if I do it's, I'm not going to talk about it you know and then at that point you probably don't want to be on the phone because you really was calling me back to see what I was you know talking about mm-hmm. but you know um you you're right. There's a lot of way, different ways to you know connect or to respond to a person if you you know can't get to something. I have a tendency to when somebody calls my phone, I send a custom text. Hey, I'm on the phone right now. <laughs> I send that real quick. I'm on the phone right now. I'll get back to you. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it's stuff. It's stuff in place. And like I don't get salty. I don't get mad. I don't get upset. But you know, like your little devil's advocate situation. It be them same folks that sit there and put you on a guilt trip like you in the wrong. Like, hold on, hey, oh, hold on, time out. Be like, I know you did. <laughs> you be having to sit, you, you stand back from your phone like, hold up. <laughs> like, you just you just called me and tried to, yeah, try, yeah, you tried to wolf me on something that I've been trying to link with you with for how long? Like, hold on. <laughs> right. What's the first thing they say? We go, I, I don't understand why why it's like this. I haven't heard from you. And you sit there, you have to look at your call log. Uh, T-Mobile, can you send me my call log? For the- <laughs> <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> It'd be That's like that. There's a boundary for that. Yeah, I can see it. That, yeah. Yeah, I can see it. 
but it's it's no hard feelings. It's just when you not even call somebody out on it, but when you put it on the surface just to talk about, it's like defense mode. And it's like, look, I'm just what can we you try to find the common medium where we where can we touch grounds and touch bases on? And you can't be grown up enough to have a a serious conversation or just a conversation at all because you all in your whatever. It's like I don't get people. Definitely, definitely. Uh, have you ever felt guilty for telling somebody no? Um, in the past, I would say the the one time, yeah. But after that, not nah, not at all. I think not I have a tendency to feel guilty because I am a giver. Um, and I like, and I have always helped people. So when somebody needs something and I can't do it, there's when I sometimes when I feel like, you know, I wish I could, but I can't. You know, it's where, it's, those are the times where I feel like, you know, uh, when I know a person really needs something, you know, and I don't give to everybody, but you know, when a person really needs something, I, you know, I don't want to be so called a savior. I just want to be able to, to pitch in a little bit, you know, to maybe help relieve some type of stress or something. And when I can't do it, I just be like, damn. But, you know, that's really the only time I actually feel guilty for saying no or saying I can't. I, um, yeah, I've, I'm still doing that. <laughs> 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 I can't even lie. Like, y'all already know. <laughs> so, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't. I don't feel guilty uh, because people have been able to put themselves in a position. Every, I mean, everybody have their situation and their circumstance, but when they when they set the uh, the tempo, and you know what I'm talking about when they set the tempo. Hey, I know you got this going on, and they'll sit there and list your whole resume. Right? Damn, you know everything that's going on. But stalking me? But do you think I can hold on? to that quick 500 until two weeks you know it's oh, like oh yeah and, and it'd be yeah. like but the crazy thing is it's like you like oh they consider it but then you're like nah they in consider it because they know i get paid on a monthly scale <laughs> so how in the hell you think i'm <laughs> you know how am i gonna pull this out the woods like come right. on yeah yeah i hate that knowing you're going through something especially when they do it around the holidays is that too petty you, oh, so you didn't cash out for your yeah, you didn't cash yeah, out on yeah. your man. You didn't cash out on your man's Jays and everything else. That's where your money went. Now you sitting here talking about you know three fifty out of five hundred that you can hold. You better go and quit. You better talk to Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> better find the nearest payday loan spot. <laughs> that's not gonna help you. You need to pray. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Yeah. I used to feel like crazy, you know, I said, you know, I, at a certain point, felt like, you know, I didn't know I needed certain boundaries, but there were certain boundaries that I had already set. I remember I was, um, one thing I don't like is when I set plans with somebody, it's, that's a, it's a really, it's a big pet peeve, but I don't like when I set plans with somebody and it's a set plan, like there's a set time, there's a set everything, and people either show up super late or don't come. I do not like that. And I don't like it because of the fact that I took the time out of my day to set the plan. 
I, I do not like doing that. If I if I set, you know, I can work around a lot of things. But if it's been something that like a you know like a planned trip, I remember seeing something on on online whatever like you know I hate when you know you working through when you you building up like a, a vacation package and everybody's all in and all of a sudden this person come through with you know you know what I don't think I can go and the whole package was playing around having this many people yeah you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying it's like it you know at first I thought I was crazy for feeling that way you know then I was like you know what I don't care you know and, and I was judged actually for it like you don't have to be such a time warden, but I'm not a time warden. It was already set. Like, I don't understand why that was an issue in the first place. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. You know what I'm saying? You know, there are people who make excuses for that thing. I know a, a woman who, the her first thing would come out of her mouth is, okay, I know we had a time, but, you know, I'm late to everything. You'd be excited about it. Like, <laughs> trying. Trying. <laughs> and I was like, so that means that you're just not going to try to get to anything on time. So that means oh, that from here on out, that lets me know that I shouldn't set up anything with you at all. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you, you helping me set this boundary because I can't do that. Mm. That's deep. <laughs> you know That's real saying? deep, but it's the it's the truth though. Like right. you know, what I'm saying you could be handling some business and your mindset is I'm always like everything. You should expect that. No, I shouldn't expect that. I hate when people want you to be like okay with they like where they're lacking at. You know what I mean? But yeah. you yeah. like what? Yeah, yeah. I was about to you took hey, you hit the nail right on the head because I was about to bring that up. Like yeah, you know me, you know me long enough. Uh, but do you figure at some point, you know, you grow the head cup? Uh, like yeah. yeah. I hate that. I hate where it's like it's okay for me to be going a thousand miles per hour and coming through for everything. And then when you mess up or you you can't do one thing, you're like, well, well you know who I am. Like, oh my God. Right. I'm good well, on you. So yeah, yeah I, 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 be, I be setting boundaries there. Or they put the shoe on the <laughs> other foot and they put the shoe on the other foot and when you do it, oh, they just hold, they just hold you to a that's never, that's not like you. That's unethical. Like, bro, for real? What? <laughs> Are you for real? So you can do it, but I, but I can't, oh, I can't I make the mistake. Oh my God. I yeah. You being yeah. late, you being late to your own event. Well, you set it up and so-and-so even showed up on time. Oh, so, so we compare now. Okay. Right. All right. Right. But I orchestrated this all. What did y'all do? All y'all had to do was show up. I had to coordinate with three different mm-hmm. people. So. Yeah, I hate that. That's that's I just that's the kind of people I be like, you know what? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go ahead and fall all the way back, you know, out yeah. of the picture. Because mm-hmm. I cannot, I can't deal with that. What um specific areas in your life, you know, now do you need to set boundaries? Hey, Jeremiah, you already spoke about family and work and. Amber, you said work or whatever, but you know, not even to be just that specific, like certain things that you feel like you do too much of. Where you know, where do you feel like you need to set a boundary? Um, now that you're saying it like that, uh, <laughs> I'm realizing like I need to totally set boundaries on like how much I'm doing and even like my eating habits and all that stuff I need to set some boundaries you know I just got they just told me I'm pre-diabetic you know what I mean and you would think that would scare me enough 
to <laughs> something. Right. And here I am with a bag of Kit Kats in the <laughs> it's difficult I'm working on it guys but I'm saying though like that's I need to set some boundaries and I think that's the deepest boundaries you can set is the ones that you set for yourself right you know like if you if, I feel like if okay for me I know there's gonna I, I go through this cycle where I'll be cool 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 and then I just drop so low and I'll be so emotional about stuff and angry and I'm taking it out on everybody but I think I need to set boundaries on real like once I realize what it is then I need to set a boundary so that I will stop doing that and really right. I'm just figuring this all out now I'm talking to you right <laughs> hey that's how it be you know we said that that's how it be <laughs> that is how it be and you know just on that same note like um I had, you know, I told you, I had the conversation with my nutritionist, you know, my goal is losing weight, but I always fall into these modes where I just do the total opposite. I'm not eating. I ain't doing anything that is productive to the fact of losing weight. I definitely don't, you know, if I fall into a mood, I'm definitely not eating. So, you know, I've had to work on doing the total opposite of what I normally do. Like I can go 24 hours without eating. And then when I get to 25 hours, I will eat me a bowl of lettuce. And my body's like, girl, just anything else you better eat out of this, it's gonna stick to you, just so you know. So, you know, I have to, and you know, I was asked one day, you know, my Melvin, of course, he was like, you know, if you know what you're supposed to do, why don't you do it? You know what? It's not even that easy for me mentally, but I get what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I really have to to set that, boundary of myself like really you know challenge myself to stick to what I know is necessary yeah you know what I'm saying um and any other aspect you know relationship wise or whatever you know I typically have a boundary but I think one of my biggest boundaries for me as a person my me as a woman is I have to stop letting things affect me in a way where I react with my feelings first yeah um that has been a hard task for me because often when I react with my feelings I often justify it with you know this is how I feel (laughs) so Mm -hmm. when I'm coming to the conversation is this is how I feel and this is how I'm reacting and I probably haven't processed it enough to deal my own feelings and then come to it with something that is going to be productive to move forward Mm, I'm glad we got that on wax, yeah. Because yeah. you you can't look, you can't you can't catch a woman saying that we got that on wax. You look, <laughs> you can't renege on that. We gonna we gonna do you bad like they do in space. Oh, you reneging? Okay, All right. <laughs> hit you with that clap back. Nah, uh, one thing I'll say is uh, as far as boundaries I've had to set for myself um, would be time time for myself uh, and not uh, allowing people to uh, interrupt it and intervene. I used to allow myself to be available to everybody. So uh, I no longer, if if my phone is off or D&D or whatever, I, I get in a mood where I don't feel like I have to pay you the respect to let you know I'm going I'm to be off the grid. You got to oh, understand. Yeah, you got to understand I'm just not available. I'm not always available. People always want me available. Uh, the other thing is, is I set a boundary on 
and this was coming into the new year, um, usually my wind down from work, I always have a daily cocktail. So that was my wind down, a daily cocktail, daily cocktail. You know, uh, I'm getting older and I'm, I'm just saying this sugar is starting to stick. So I'm like, yeah, we, yeah, we got to change this up. But I also noticed that it, uh, it changed my, my whole mentality, my whole mood, my whole vibe, you know, that whiskey shot or, or, you know, a double shot before bed or whatever have you that versus, you know, drinking water or something like that. It puts me in a better mood as far as when I wake up going into the next day, I can just tend to social drinking on a weekend, make it enjoyable and just move, move along with life so I think those are the things that I set in place as far as boundaries that's awesome yeah that's that's really good I think that's important though (laughs) sorry go ahead Amber no like for real like I guess you know we we know you know like so for you to be making those steps and doing that for yourself you know what I mean for yourself just because that's awesome Cause it matters and it's help and it'll help yeah i can dig it you i think that's cook- important <laughs> as far as ourselves and understanding and learning our boundaries and knowing what we need is um taking time for ourselves like on a on a serious note like you know i know that you know the last christmas or so you know the one thing i wanted to give for you amber was to go get a foot massage you know i'd be really thinking about things where i can go and do for me you know without anybody else just me by myself you know as people have issues with going there by themselves to places listen i will get up and go to my chiropractor appointment because that's really just for me i just like going being stretched out and whatever the case is then i'll go just on the strength just walk around the park sit by the pond or whatever and just chill or i'll go to the bookstore come in book and just sit somewhere and just read if i'm um Lately, this week has been everything about school. So I'm like, hey, girls, you want to go meet and study? You want to go do this and study? For me, that is my self-care because it's something that I really want to do because I really want to pass. So it's something that I, I want to do. So when they're like, hey, yeah, I want to, you know, they on the same page, the same wavelength. And I'm like, okay, let's get together. Let's do this. I'm going to do it for me. And I think it's important to take that time with yourself so that you know what you need and what you don't need. Yeah. Or you know places where you need to make some changes. Mm-hmm. So, um, what are you grateful for in regards to being aware of your limits? What am I grateful for? Hmm. This should not be a hard question. We need to. <laughs> <laughs> it's it it's not hard. I'm trying I'm trying not to overthink it and make it more than what it is. I sometimes it's hard for me to take things at value without over explaining. So Oh, I'm totally that way. I will over explain <laughs> like a bug. <laughs> I will over I you know what this is mentioning that you know, um I I tend to over explain and I used to try to think like why do you do that? But oftentimes I do it because I feel like people won't understand if I come at it with a generalized summary mm-hmm. I, first thing you're going to say is okay so what do you mean by that so then I I, I start off the conversation with over explaining <laughs> yeah yeah for sure <laughs> so I don't know you know I, to answer this question you know I think it just makes me more um, self aware 
uh, more mindful of myself and what my actual limits are. So like, you know, how people can, you know, like you may be used to, or you may be seeing your parents, like, you know, your parents work themselves to, to the bone and then, you know, take a rest only when their body shuts down. I'm grateful for the fact that I can catch that beforehand and I, I can I can stop it before I even get to that point. Yeah, I think I'm grateful for, um, oh, I hate to make it long, but I am grateful for creating boundaries with people. And I guess this is the part that you're looking for because I can't ignore it. But like, as far as dating and in a relationship, I am grateful for growing into creating boundaries when people are trying to talk to you and holler at you and DM it because before I would just I didn't think nothing of it you know a dude DM you and, and want to holler at you and you're in a relationship I'd be like baby they just talking they just talking crap you know what I mean they just saying some stuff I ain't even paid no mind you know what I mean but it wasn't until I got in this relationship where you know it was an issue and although I did fight it because I'm like, it's no big deal. Chill out. This is people. This is how people are. That's what people do. It don't even matter. But once I did start putting up the boundary, the grateful part was like, and I hate to be like this, but do you know how much more attractive you look when you like, nah, I'm with somebody. <laughs> you know what I mean? Girl, <laughs> yes, I do. Jeez. You know what I'm saying? Like you look so much grown and you, and you feel grown when you say it and you, and just when they hear you say it, if they used to know you, they don't know who you are now. You know what I mean? Because now they're not going to come at you like that because back in the day they could get it off, but now they can't get it off. So you right. can correct or don't come at all. You know what I mean? And right now you can't even come at all. So you know what I mean? Like, right. So that's the part I am grateful for. Like, I'm glad I'm at that point. I'm not hella promiscuous. I'm not, I don't need that anymore. I, I Like that whole that whole stage of life of mine has been gone because I set a boundary and I saw what it was like to love myself enough to not let another person come in and just say anything to me, to love myself enough to keep it solid here. So I, I don't know, I don't know how to, else to explain it other than that, but that boundary did change me as well for the good. But it sounded like a part of what you were saying is, um, you said into this relationship, so that's like one of the next things going in, but I'm gonna let Jeremiah speak after I say this, but it sounded like um, it wasn't just your boundary that you set, but the one that the other person already had. You know, that I think sometimes that's something that we miss, because I know I've missed it before, but sometimes people have a certain, their own set boundaries, things they will accept and will not accept. And the things that we look past, you know, because I was just like you, when people be in my inbox like, man, that ain't nothing. I didn't say nothing to him, so what's the big deal? You know, that was my mindset, you know? But in essence, you know, because I'm looking at it that way, for the next person, you know, whoever is I'm in a relationship with, you know, they may be offended that I'm looking at it like it ain't no big deal. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or if I do respond and I just, you know, say, um, you know, I'm in a relationship or whatever, you know, to some people that means to them, it's like, you gave them an end. Huh? I mean, what? I let people say I'm in a relationship, but you gave them an end. You talked to them. You gave them a part of what they wanted. You know what I'm saying? So at least they know you're going to conversate with them. You know what I'm saying? And I never looked at things like that. You know, I don't ever, I just, I'm like, I don't take it that deep. You know what I'm saying? I just be like, dude, 
it ain't no big deal. <laughs> but it was somebody else's boundary. It was somebody else's, you know, maybe they had an insecurity from something previous or whatever, but that was a situation. But, you know, um, I just, it sounded like, you know, it was your boundary and that other person, you know, boundary as well that, you know, although you worked on it yourself and, you know, gain self-control and set your boundary or whatever it you know some growth happened in there and you know you stepped up to the plate and saw this other boundary that was set and adjusted yourself or adjusted your boundaries and attained more respect to yourself and just knew there was some things that you didn't need anymore yeah yep mm 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 <laughs> <laughs> this is this is where it get real because <laughs> I'm grateful for God <laughs> in a way that he made me because I am very unique. What what I'm thankful and appreciative of is the fact that the way that God made me, he made me with the patience, but um, also the willingness to adapt. What I mean by that is, um, you know, pegging off of what you were saying, Amber, um, as far as, you know, the changes in your relationship and boundaries being set. Now, me, you know, blaming on God, I'm I'm not really a jealous person. Um, what I ditch out, I can I can get it in return. And um I take it a different way. So I thank God for making me to where I'm mature. I don't tread into petty or uh do anything ignorant to that nature to belittle myself. What I mean by that is you know, when it comes to the DMs and, and all that, the way that my mindset is, the way my energy and how how my strength is and how it's built, that means you need to reevaluate yourself, buddy. And it's something that you not doing and providing for yours. The adjustment that I made is that I dialed back as far as uh, taking feelings into consideration and, and putting myself in their shoes. So that's one thing that that's definitely a takeaway from a recent relationship is I was able to adapt, feel and hear it out instead of uh, what they were saying, just being pure defensive. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's what I appreciate is that I guess when I come in, I take more of a mature level on it because I'm not trying to be right. I'm not trying to be wrong. I'm trying to figure out neutral uh, where we can meet in the middle um, and then push more towards that person understanding so I can uh, so we can go ahead and offer some sort of support because I don't want it to just end there and um, but also put them in my shoes that's the other twist because a lot of people sit here and say oh yeah yeah um, somebody's in your DMs, you're talking to this person, you're talking to that person, it's platonic, it's not platonic, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So you do exactly what, what they ask you to do. Oh, you tell them this, you need to, you need to, you know, they disrespected me and so they want you to do particular things. Guess what? You do it. And you put you put everything on a plate like, huh, I did it and this is what's coming out of it. So you put truth to say, hey, look, damn if I do, damn if I don't, but you letting something on the outside into our inner circle, so that's when you slap them in the face, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's but that's being real, though. 
you, some people some people don't know and don't respond until they figure oh this is going to continue to happen until you do this i'm gonna go ahead and do this and you can be involved in it you can you can whatever i even went the distance with folks like that like look you can you can orchestrate the whole everything huh? you talk to them i don't care right all to figure out that some people feel entitled and folks feel like they got a position and it'd be the person that you with they'd be like nah you gay that to them nah <laughs> didn't but you know let's keep it moving hold on run run that last part back i'm trying, what's up i'm trying to catch you you said hold on say that very last part the last sentence you said run it back. with the the very last part where someone sits here and say hey you gave them the position so they saying hey you gave them a position and make them feel entitled but but that comes out not to be the case that person feels like they deserve to be in a certain position and in a certain spot on just in their own wits it had nothing to do with you that could come from Tom or just the fact that they might think they prettier than the person that you with you know what I'm talking about yeah but <laughs> Like, hold on. Like, okay. Let, I'm gonna put myself in a situation. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's say me and me and Taylor. Okay, we together. And then there's somebody I've been knowing for years or whatever, and they like, yo, I like I've been knowing way, way longer, like triple times longer than I've been knowing Taylor. Mm-hmm. And they want. Is that what you're saying? Like, and they and they feel like they're. I'm conversing with them, and they feel this way that they should be with me instead of her. Me being with her, and and she's like, you're you're giving them. I'm giving them just because I'm talking to them or whatever. I'm giving them like even a little bit of inch. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, pretty much. It's like you. What? Yeah, <laughs> I'm just saying, folks. Folks think. Yeah, folks think like that I'm sorry you don't think that's you don't think that I would be kind of in the wrong though what you for uh, keeping a relationship going with that person or yeah if I if I was still conversing with somebody who was trying to like talk to me in that way even if we were cool and we were friends but they were trying to talk to me in that way, knowing that I was in a relationship. You don't think well, I was kind of wrong? Well, it's different when they're trying to talk to you in that way. But what would be the difference if what would be the difference if they wanted to talk to you in that way versus them feeling that way and and just playing whatever position, you know, as a friend or whatever? What's 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 the difference? What is the difference? Yeah. I'm I'm trying to find I'm trying to find you know how I be going about it because <laughs> I feel like if I do it if I if I put it out there if I was if I'm me in the situation the only way I could be comfortable with it is if I could also be hurt in that same situation and if I could deal with it and I was hurt in that situation knowing that she's got a friend that really do low key want to be with her but she just ain't making no moves because she's in a relationship. I would be uncomfortable with that situation because ain't no telling, ain't no telling. Mm. See, you that's why. I mean? That's I get. A, fall, a good fallout one time. That's all that takes. I mean, let's keep it G. So mm. that's where the boundaries come in. Are you gonna continue this friendship or not? And if you are gonna continue this friendship, all I'm saying is don't say nothing to me. 
<laughs> I think. I think. <laughs> I think that's crazy because I feel like I don't know if I have an issue with them continuing relationship per se. I think my issue would be if we all know what a when a, when you, you know when you talk to somebody you know what a person wants. You know what I'm saying? Like that's how I feel. Um, you know if a person is coming on to you or not. So if I feel like your intentions are ill towards what I already got going on, then I probably won't continue. I look at it a totally different way. I, you know, if you coming at me just casual conversation, yeah, we could be cool. But if you hit me with you should be with me and shit like that, that's disrespectful because you I already told you what I got. And I probably told you with a lot of confidence behind my voice or a lot of confidence behind that text. So you already knew what I had going on. So if you go against it and you come at me that way, you're disrespecting me. Yeah. Not my relationship, but me. Because I came to you forefront and I let you know what was going on. If I had played with you and started flirting with you, then you had the right to step in and do whatever you was going to do. But if mm. I direct and say, hey, I'm in a relationship, I ain't even on that note. Don't your response to me should never be, you should you should choose me, or I'm better than that than her. Never should that be your response. At that point, I know exactly what your intentions are, and I won't continue any conversation with you. Yeah, but what what if it's never on the playing field though? What what if it's never you know vocalized or verbalized as far as like? I mean, if if they don't say it out loud or you know come to me direct, you know. I'm going to still have to, you know, for me, I'm a observer, you know what I'm saying? So I'm going to watch yeah. how you move, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. period point, like, I'm going to watch how you move. If yeah. if your movement is, you know, you know what I'm saying? I, I just feel like there is not any situation that you go into where you just, at some point, after watching, observing, and seeing how they move, that you honestly do not have a clue what they really want. Mm, 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 mm. I just got that. I get Jay. I get juicy. I've been on both sides of the fence, love. I've been on both sides of the fence, and I'm I'm not even gonna. I ain't even gonna put it out there because because Miss Aries is just gonna be on me a week, a week. But you know what? I'm a, I'm gonna just go ahead and just tap in a little bit on it. But respectfully, when it comes to Miss Aries. I, I held it down and I held it tight as far as feeling how I felt for her for 13 plus years, 13 plus years. You think like, let it, let, let it sit in 13 plus, 13 plus years feeling a certain way about somebody, them finally coming back on a grid, right? Coming back on a grid and you swallowing your pride or, or whatever you, you want to call it. It wasn't even pride, but just being respectful as far as, hey, this is somebody that needs me as a friend and as a supporter versus my own personal endeavors. But check this out, Jeremiah. Mm? You feel like you held it in and like maybe she didn't know, but you were a name that she brought up often in previous situations because she did know. But at that point in time, she had a different choice. Yeah, right. Oh. But I didn't, I didn't, I didn't and never knock the choice. But, you know, I mean, that's a depth of a conversation all in its own. Right. But what I'm speaking on is, you know, somebody feeling a certain way towards you, even if they're in a relationship and playing, playing a part. Y'all saying the point that it just crosses the line or crosses the boundaries is like, see, oh, you got this going on, so you should be with me. Or or should or should that relationship be canceled in the first place if you already know 
somebody's yeah. feeling heavy about you because I've done I've done it both ways. I, I honestly, you know, like I said, I've been the person who where I feel like, OK, maybe they just flirt and it ain't no big deal to me. But, you know, when you think about it and you actually dive down, if I was doing that to somebody, I had to put myself in the shoes. If I was doing it to somebody else and I'll, honestly, I would feel like I was disrespecting them because I already know what they got going on. I'm choosing to go against that. You know what I'm saying? I'm choosing to decide, hey, I'm going to flirt with them anyway. I'm choosing to be ill. My intentions are ill, period. Because I already know what they got going on. Mm-hmm. I, like, even if, like, even if I wasn't interested in somebody or whatever the case is, if they got a situation going on and I know that their girlfriend or whatever uh, is feels some type of way, I'm not about to even be talking to you like that because, Bill, you got to work on that. And me hopping in there saying, well, I'm just your friend and she should be okay with that. No, that's disrespectful. I think that's wrong with us as women and us as people in general because we always do that. We always want a place, but sometimes it's okay to sit back. It's okay to sit the hell back. That's what I'm saying. Work on that. Let them deal with that. Because ain't no telling, ain't no telling what done happened in that relationship. And you up here trying to hold your little friendship position. No, I'm low key. As soon as this nigga break up with her, you going to be trying to, well, I was feeling you. You can come over my house. You know what I mean? That's what yeah. happens. Let's just keep it G. That's what happens. Yeah, yeah I, I hear you. But uh, like I said, I've, I've been on, you know, both sides of it. So I've been on the side as far as, you know, something happened. And I... I've never made the move on somebody when it comes to just an utter, you know, kaput. I can say that for self. Now, everybody else, you know, that's on them. I done been on it 360, and that's all I'm going to say about it. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? I done, like, that was, you know, a long, long, long time ago. (laughs) A long time ago. But, you know what I mean? I've, I've been that person who was you know, talking to somebody, knowing they was with somebody, but because I felt like this don't even count. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) Because, (laughs) you know what I mean? It's no big deal. It's nothing. And so I didn't seen, I didn't been on every side of that thing. And at the end of the day, in my opinion, if the boundary is there and everybody sees the boundary and y'all still crossing it, there's a problem. For sure. Yeah, for sure. Totally agree. Totally agree. So, um, do you do you feel like your boundaries are set across the board, or do you feel like you set separate boundaries for different people? I think mine is set across the board. It's funny that you say that and bring that up. This this is excellent. This is superb. I just want to hug you. Because <laughs> no, seriously, because so many people on the outside looking in. Um, and I, I believe we all have been in it where they like, oh well, um, you don't hold this person to this standard or, or that oh, standard. Mm-hmm. But that's that's why I speak on it, and I say that because some people are like, hey, you know, why is it so easy, or are you so comfortable to talk to this person in this way and not me? And you could do that. They 
may just find a small niche in that. Like maybe you gave the other person 15 more seconds. Like, damn, do you want your 7.5 too? You get what I'm saying? Right. No, seriously, that's that's what it be. It's like, you know, you spread yourself thin trying to be so neutral in a situation. But uh but yeah, me, uh across the board, uh, will people agree? No. That's that's their opinion. I'm the one that lives it. By the end of the day, I'm the one that lives it. Yeah. So you, you can't sit here and determine on if across the board I'm the same or not. Like, what kind of time you got? Like, you you really trying to be tapped in. We that petty? Like, riding? Yeah. Yeah, I think initially my boundaries were set kind of like for dealing with people per person. And mainly that was because everybody's not the same. You know, what boundary I set for this person didn't have to be for the other person because the other person don't, you know, do the things that this person did. At a certain point, though, um, certain particular boundaries that were more um, projected or for myself, they are certainly across the board. Um, Like I, you know, I've said before, like, there are certain people that I have a tendency to feel safe with, you know what I'm saying? My words or my feelings or, you know, whatever I got in my heart, I feel safe with them. You know what I'm saying? There are other people that I can't feel safe in that same manner. Like things that are pertaining to, you know, my heart or relationships, those things I will keep to myself or to certain people I feel safe with talking to. You know what I'm saying? So for another person, that may be the boundary. I don't talk about relationships with you because the energy you get off, give off is judgmental. So I'm going to keep that. That's a boundary we don't have. We don't share that kind of stuff. Or I don't share that with you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I so, guess that's I guess that's what, uh, when I think general or across the board, I believe that's kind of like what I do is, is certain triggers uh, that may cause me to dial back a little more or like, like everybody could have, you know, they 100%. Mm-hmm. And, and then... Um, not saying everybody goes down to that that 70 down to a 60 or a 50 but it sometimes it's almost inevitable i ain't gonna lie on any given day right um my question for you though is when you did set a boundary across the board how did certain people react to that because maybe some that felt that they had more or was more in tune with you now that you drew back and kept yourself on reserve, what what was their response to that? Oh, I had some blowback on the, like one <laughs> serious blowback. I mean, it was it was serious. I'm if if I if if I'm your friend, you should be able to tell me anything. <laughs> like you know, and I had to really think about that. Like this obviously is something that she wants or this person wants, but it's not something that I'm going to give because you know I just feel like with a lot of things even just as an individual person with anybody there are certain things that you have to deal with and you need to keep to yourself (laughs) because everybody doesn't understand that's the reason why I have always been in this mode of over explaining things because people do not understand they'll tell you in a heartbeat oh I get it you don't gotta keep you ain't no you don't get it because if you telling me you get it and you are saying it before I've even finished breaking down anything yeah then you you didn't you not you didn't hear anything I said because the most important part I ain't even put out there yet. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I got serious blowback when I set that boundary across the board. Like, hey, yo, this is enough for me. I, 
So I was like, how could how could a person be your friend if you're not gonna do this? If you're gonna mm-hmm. not do this, I was like, listen, yeah. your definition of friend and the, the the expectation you have for it, I don't fit it. Mm. Ain't me. But I'm not about to cater to what you want because you dislike my boundary. Mm-hmm. I'm not about to do that because that puts me in a place where I open myself up to be vulnerable to something that I already said I'd know to. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, how you gonna force me to tell you what's going on in my life just so you can be like, well, let me tell you what I think about it. I don't want you to tell me shit. <laughs> 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 I don't want you to tell me shit. That's the reason why it was the boundary. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know, I just, I've always been, I've thought I've been that way. You know, I, I at a certain point, I said, um, I have always been this way. There are certain things that I don't talk to my mama about, right? Uh, because I know how she is, right? I already know <laughs> what mama gonna do. I know what mama gonna say. I know it's gonna be like, well, you know what? I ain't ever like, listen, that's the, <laughs> <laughs> that's the reason why I'm talking. Because, you know, a lot of times things that you have in your mind, you already know, you know, sometimes you know the summary, you know the, the problem with it. You know what I'm saying? I don't need to have no reinforcement to what I already know. You know what I'm saying? Because then it feels like a, con- a, a you beating a, a dead dog. You just gonna keep beating it over my head because you got to get it off your chest. Yeah. No. You know what I'm saying? But I I did. I had some serious blowback. You know, with setting that boundary. Like for real, Amber. Have you ever had serious blowback with setting that boundary or like you know, hey, stopping shit all together? Like, hey, this is it. No, no more. Oh, come on now. <laughs> come I mean, on. We, we, I mean, we we just checking to see if you still woke over there. You pretty quiet. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. That made me because, okay. Oh God. <laughs> Waking that ass up. No, I, she just said something. Okay, because in my mind, what? How do you know if it's a boundary or an insecurity? Hmm. Hmm. Because That's one of the things I was thinking about earlier. Sometimes people be setting boundaries. All insecurities really, and they feeling. of something happening. Not right. that it's an issue. Not that you know, hey, like I don't, I don't like this. You know, this, this is this is a boundary in mind. Like we're not about to be doing. We're not about to be playing with booty holes. You know. What I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, That's but I I, I get it. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that's kind of what I was, you know, threading the line on uh, when I when I brought uh, brought up the situation earlier as far as you know, friends, somebody showing interest oh, okay. in you versus yeah, I, I think I was I was touching bases on it, seeing if it was you know gonna come to par, so nobody was thinking like oh, so he he just gonna you know. I didn't want it to be all on me. I just wanted to but be. But no, it wasn't going to be because you know what? I was thinking that when Amber was talking earlier and I was like, I'm going to just, I had it in my head and somebody said something and I totally forgot about it. And I went on somewhere else. But mm-hmm. I was there too, Jeremiah, because I was like, some people do set boundaries based on their insecurities or, you know, their feelings. You know what I'm saying? It's a, you know, okay. because they feel a certain way, here comes a boundary or they got a new rule or something. Yeah. Mm. Oh God! Yeah. Ooh. Cool. Oh, it's getting hot in there. Shoot, it's it's... Rule. God, it's dog. That's what I call it. That's what I call. It. For real, and they be like, "Oh, I'm just a deny. You're not adapting. You just nope. You, you can't. You can't. Believe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know, I've been in that in several relationships. They want you to, okay, I love you, but you got to change your shirt. 
Yeah, that butt. Yeah, that butt. Pants. I love you, but go ahead and switch out the socks, the shoes, that watch. And so I everything. And when I look back at your ass, you still got that raggedy ass polo on. You still got the raggedy, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I know boundaries. These ain't boundaries, these are rules. Right. Rules that only I have to only I have to follow. That yeah. keep you safe, so you don't feel like you repeating or going through the same situation you've been through before. Oh God, yes, yeah, so I got some boundaries. <laughs> don't <laughs> no rules. Don't don't give me no rules. I know what to do. <laughs> I feel like but, a, like a sixty year old man. Don't tell me nothing. I know what to do. Right. <laughs> hey, what, hey, what you say? I'm too old of a cat to be uh, fooled by kittens. <laughs> 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 That's a good one. But seriously, Amber, you you've had you know situations where you've had to literally stop everything. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I have too. I mean, I've I've done things where it's a, it's affected my career, my relationship with my kids, like all that. I, I went to and through those links just. You know, as a male or heck, you know, just as a woman too, uh, some men and some women have an insecurity as far as your relationships with the with the other parent. You know, y'all getting along, or that y'all have a child together. They like, oh, you know that that don't sit right. That don't sit well. Like y'all supposed to just be in drama or something like that. Oh. It's I don't know why this cliche has been you know put in place. Like it's. You know, everybody just expected to be for for the worst of the worst. And then when you got something good going on, it's like, nah, I'm gonna go ahead and throw a little bit of salt in it. It's like, why wow, everything's good? Like, you got me. They don't have me. They got a kid by me. Like, it's a lot of it's a lot of fighting with it. Yeah, because they don't get no views. <laughs> right. You know, hip hop Atlanta. If if everybody was getting along, <laughs> show. it wouldn't be no <laughs> show. Watching that. Show yeah. is the entertainment. Yeah, people be watching that, and then they, then they, then they, how you say they, they act, they copycat it, they, they replicate it. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I've seen it so many times. Like, and I probably didn't notice it when I was a kid, but I sure notice it as I'm grown. And when I see my nieces and nephews doing it, you know what I mean? I'm like, yo, you know TV fake, right? Mm-hmm. You ain't got to do all of that. Yeah. You don't have to waste your time, you know. So when you know somebody got you got a baby mama and y'all cool and y'all y'all co-parenting and and the new girlfriend feeling some type of way like that's retarded that's yeah. retarded yeah so you mad she cuter than you like what you mad she got edges and you don't like <laughs> what, 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 what we really getting at here she a little bit what you got more pigment like what, what what's the real problem it'd be it'd be anything just be any kind of thing yeah so um one of the things i had wrote down i said um values are things that are important to to us um ideally your boundaries will reflect your values so um an example like you know if family time like i used to be a person if family time is important to you you know then you set boundaries for you know work like i gotta get out of here at a certain time so we could we can go do you know bowling night or whatever the case is um, what are your most important values and how do your boundaries reflect those values? Uh, 
you can you can make headway with this one, Amber. You know. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Most important battery is making some money, and <laughs> yeah. I, well, I can, I can, I can, I can, I can, because I was gonna say that. Um, my most important value is financial because I've always, and when I say always, from my upbringing, uh, even to now, it's always been a burden. It hindered me. Uh, so I've worked, you know, two or three jobs and it's affected, you know, my relationship, but I've made time, but it was like, my time wasn't enough. You feel me? And even if I put emphasis on, Hey, I'm working these two or three jobs, you know, could you stir up some lunch stitches for me? This is what the schedule going to be for the week. Um, it always comes down to, hey, in two years, this is where we're going to be, da-da-da-da-da. But sometimes that just, just don't work for most. Like, they they want that that time. So uh, I believe that's what made me think and start working smarter and not harder. It's like if, if, if I'm going to go ahead and work these two or three jobs, let me go ahead and I've did it for so many years. It's like, oh man, you've got this exponential amount of, okay, okay, Greg, do you sound good? The numbers are, oh yeah, yeah, let's get it, you know, get it gone good, you know? And so now I'm in a position where I can work one solid one and I can go ahead and provide that balance between getting my money and being able to get time for myself and for a loved one, so. I was sure about to ask because I guess one of my boundaries, something that it took, it took years though, now that I'm thinking about it, it took years to develop or to watch it grow. But one of my boundaries was, I don't, I don't want to work. I don't want to do something I don't love. I'm, I'm over it. You know, I'm still doing something I don't love, but I'm not doing it as long. Mm-hmm. As right. before. Mm-hmm. For sure. Like it's taking time, but like, I didn't want to do something that I didn't love doing. I didn't enjoy doing. And, uh, and I damn sure didn't want to have to do something I didn't love five days a week. Like, oh hell no! You know what I mean? Like that mm-hmm. that starts to really how you say stress you and depress you. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes so, it does. I think my value, my time. You know, I'm Sagittarius, baby, gang, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so you already know, like we want our time. Yeah, definitely. I'd rather be. I, I don't want. I don't want to be broke, guys. But I'm saying, in a general sense, I'd rather leave the money on the table than to give you all my time. Mm. You know what For I mean? Sure. If I can tattoo and I'm having a good time and I'm enjoying the artwork I'm doing, then I'm no longer working. I'm I'm I'm, I'm vibing with somebody. I'm doing some art with somebody. You know what I mean? And I love that. And, and the other thing I was going to say was I remember when I was in college, my only thought was I need to get some money. I need to get some money. And my art teacher at the time, this is when I'm what, 19, 20 years old. Art teacher at the time is like, yo, your art is so good. I will write you a recommendation to go to the Institute. And in my mind, it's not going to make me no money fast enough. So I'm going to do this. Mm-hmm. So not even graduating I think I got like literally two semesters left and I could have a bachelor's but I, I 
never graduated, never went back. And here I am now in 2022 doing art. So sometimes chasing that bag ain't the right thing to be chasing. Mm-hmm. Because the money's mm-hmm. gonna come if you do what you wanna do. And setting that boundary on, I'm not going to let money totally, um, what's the word, influence me. I don't know what the word is, but I'm not gonna let that money influence me. I'm gonna, I'm gonna love the process and I'm gonna love the art and I'm gonna show the universe that. And then watch the money roll in because now it's dumb to stay at my nine to five, eight hours when I got two people who's gonna pay me what the nine to five is gonna pay me in two weeks. Yeah, you hear me? Don't make yeah. Sense. Right. Yeah. And I think boundaries are very important. And I hate to I hate to keep rolling, but now I'm rolling. Uh, <laughs> but there's this book I was reading, and I hate to even because we ain't getting paid for this or nothing. But the book I I was reading is called Essentialism. It's yeah. by Greg McEwen, I think that's his name. But anyway, make a long story short, it's kind of about boundaries, setting boundaries, and whatever's important, that's what you need to work. Don't let nobody mm-hmm. run you thin. Don't let no situation run you thin. You know what I mean? And that's basically what the whole book is about. And it shows you how to recognize it. It shows you, you know what I mean? But definitely after reading just the first couple of chapters of that book, I, I, that's when I uh, when I got the book and I read a couple of chapters of it, that's when I went ahead and said, I'm not, I'm not coming in here working early anymore. I'm not coming in here uh, doing extra. No, that's that person's job. And that's that person's job. I'm not showing out. I know what I have to offer. I've been working here yeah. 13, 14 years now. I'm, you already know I'm solid. I'm solid. I haven't even called in in the last four years. I'm cool. But right. not to not to drag it out. I'm just saying the boundaries of like, like uh, you said, what's it, my important value? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I value my time. I gotta put a boundary up for that. Definitely, I'm in the same boat. Um, I have a couple things that I value. You know, um, growing up, you know, we were always close, and I used to get, you know, comments people like, "I wish I had a sister. I wish I had a connection like that." And I'm like, "We ain't always a tight like that." But <laughs> <laughs> I get what you're saying. Yeah. But, you know, you know, my time is one of the, the biggest things, but my other biggest value is um, the bond that we have. Um, it's as far as family. Like when I say family, I don't, I don't tend to refer to everybody in the bloodline. I literally only, re- only refer to my mom and sisters, and that's what I, I, I consider family. So, and then Caleb, I ain't leaving him out. But you know, my mom and sisters and Caleb. So when I speak of family, I literally speak of of us four. Mm-hmm. And that's been a big thing. Like, you know, when Kayla was born, my big thing was, hey, I can't do nine to five. That was one thing I was I was over with because I wanted most of my time to be with family. I didn't want it to be at work, period. I'm not, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I need some coins, but I don't need it more than I need my time. And that's just, you know, I moved from that mindset really you know probably at the age of like 23 24 something like that i was like yeah i'm cool i can't do um every every single day of the week i can't and as i got older like you know certain things come to mind i'm like you know what 
here goes the part where I'm investing myself and making a boundary where I'm going to come first, you know, and then everything else can come after that, where it's like, I'm going to do what I want to do. Like Amber said, I'm going to do what I love. So, you know, I'm, you know, into different things, creating my business, you know, doing my podcast because, you know, I got shit to say, Um, you know, creating a journal, writing my poetry book that I've been doing for like 10 plus years, but actually focusing on it because I'm coming first. So my time is really like one of the biggest things. But my next value is definitely family. Don't, you know, work do not come over family. If, if you know, at a certain point, Amber and I said a couple of years ago, um, we weren't going to let nothing get in our way of actually bonding with each other. She's like, not, we ain't got no excuses for not having no money to go travel, to go see mama or whatever the case is. We just, we just, we just don't go do it. Yep. Making that time for ourselves. That's a boundary that a big, those two things are the big ones that I have. Yeah, I feel you. And I mean, I think this could go on and on and on uh, because uh, just the way that we just pegging off of one another. Um, I know that I had to make an, an adjustment. Like it really set in for me uh, just before my 30s. Uh, the reason why is because between work, I would just be like hand and foot when it came to my children as a whole. And then you know coming in on 30 you know after you sit there I mean you think about it you invest 10 years 10 years solid you know when it comes to your children and you're like well hell when I'm gonna do something for me so then I was like oh well shoot I'm gonna go ahead swag out just before 30 I'm gonna go ahead I'm gonna drive above my means instead of living so I'm like shoot I work all the time I might as well enjoy driving right and then the same thing with the vacation to sit there and be you know, in the in the depths of, you know, your 30s or 40s, whatever have you, and not see and travel the world, let alone the United States, but be like, man, to look on TV or just on the internet and say, hey, man, they, they sitting here, you know, uh, in Thailand or in the Philippines doing this and that. What is it going to take for me to do that? Mm-hmm. I got tired of uh, sitting on the couch and, and thinking about that. The same thing with the nine to five. So, um, I figured and I determined at a point in time, you know what, nine to five, I'm all about passive. So that's why I start getting into craft and the things that I like. So that's why I start getting into web design, um, animation, uh, Adobe and all this other stuff. And guess what? Just start being, you know, self-taught. Yeah. Because unfortunately, I don't have the, I didn't have the financial means at that time. And everybody start branching out and say, hey, you know, people are just like, hey, man, website this, website that. And then I start tapping them in. Like, I'll do this for you. Same thing with marketing. And it makes you feel good because normally we as a people invest in one person. You hear me? And I believe the hardest value and struggle that I have as far as the boundary I set is trying to have everybody win around me instead of what I put into that one person so I had to veer from that and that's keeping it pure yep yep I can second that definitely gotta be selfish with you you know, sometimes you have to be selfish, selfish with you and selfish with your time by yourself 
you know, I'd be thinking, what if this whole thing is a simulation? You know what I mean? For real. <laughs> yeah, for real. And the whole uh, the whole goal was just to make you at your pull off all the layers so you could get to your real self. And that was it. You know what I mean? But, I remember at a point um of kind of looking through and studying um like Buddhism and like the things that they used to do. And I remember um, you know, even up I'd be like, they didn't like black people. I don't care. I just was looking at the concept of the fact that um they were saying that nobody's perfect. However, on your own, you can achieve whatever you consider perfect for you. And I used to be like, you know what? They show right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, leave out the comparisons. Listen, when you get to where you want to be, and you know, maybe at that point you, you figure, hey, since I didn't reach this, I'm gonna go further. Whatever you, whatever point you feel like you need to get to or you want to get to, that's your perfection. Right. That's that's you know, that's you reaching your highest level. You know what I'm saying? There ain't no comparison. You know, it, it ain't about who got the the biggest bag or the the most diamonds. Like whenever you get to whatever it is that you want, because you're doing it for yourself, man. That's it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And you know whatever boundaries you gotta set to get there set them things and don't be sad or don't feel bad for it um one of the things i wanted to to bring in uh, this question was not really a question but um oftentimes people who are implement influential in your life act as models for your boundary settings and i was gonna ask um who is someone who has helped shape who you are um what has the person taught you about boundaries whether intentionally or unintentionally you can go first you want me to go first you want me to you want me to not be bubble boy okay uh let's see I would say the first one is my uh I say my grandfather uh Though he's not here, he's still with me in spirit. Um, the the values and the boundaries that he taught me is that even without having a dad and a real father figure there, and he was my key supporter because he believed in me when nobody else did. And that's even when it came to my own mom. Because instead of staying in the nest, I moved out of the nest. I had went to Chicago and he supported me and the one thing he said he said i love my daughter to death she can be stubborn but you have to understand she will uh even though you don't think she supports you with everything that you do sometimes you have to go on your own until you get her to understand and so that hit home with me um so that let me know the invisible expectation and the boundary i set you know for my mom um, I had to change and alter that to the person that she was instead of the person that I I really wanted her to be. And it, mm-hmm. it, it actually made the relationship healthier because I start forgiving more. I would find myself more angry at her, even though she raised me as a as a single parent. It uh the values end up coming back and, and it was a lot more respect. Um, the other boundary uh, and I would say learning experience would of course be from 
none other than you know Brookie Brooke mm-hmm. and um, the takeaway for me um, was more of a of an emotional and a sentimental side and um, had me tap in when it came to my mental as far as respect for a hopeless romantic hmm. and so that's that's powerful to say but it's more of a respect than disrespect hmm. I'm gonna say the first you know um, influential person for me um had to be my mama (laughs) I'm gonna just put that out there you know Deb is a person who takes no shit okay Mm. literally takes none okay and even though I picked up some other shit that ain't that great but (laughs) she don't take no shit you know what I'm saying and we would see that often I remember I uh, had fell out with a friend in high school and before she had sent me a letter and before I had even read it, she had opened my mail and read it and she hit me up with, that ain't your friend. <laughs> like, that ass, that ain't your friend. And I was like, but she, all she said was, Holly, let me tell you something. I said, okay. What she said in there don't matter. The fact that she's offended by you keeping it honest and real is a problem. That ain't your friend. You know, and as you, you know, when you're younger, you know, sometimes listen to your mama say, Mama, you don't even know. You're not even all the way in the situation. But, you know, you kind of don't, you know, I'm kind of rebellious to that point. So I'm like, but, you know, and as you keep going along, then you figure out and you go through life and you see it for real, for real. And you be like, you know what? She saw it. But, you know, she was the person who would set boundaries, what she wasn't going to accept from no person at all. You know, we used to like, you know, mom, you ain't got no friends. But there was a reason why she didn't have no friends. She just wasn't willing to pull up with any type of bullshit. And, you know, she was the first person. You know, sometimes you can look at things and, you know, during that time and feel like something wrong with her. Then later on, as you get older and you realize, you know, certain things, you're like, you know what? She had a formula. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Had the formula, you know what I'm saying? So she's the first person that, um, I would say was influential to me. Um, another individual uh, is, you know, I'm gonna put um, I'm putting Amber out here mainly because Amber is my go-to person when I gotta really express some things, but she's also the go-to person when I needed a different set of eyes, like when I need to get out of my own head and I need to see it from the outside. Amber is a person that helps Amber's a person that helps me see it from the other side. She helps me grab a different point of view. You know what I'm saying? Because when you get stuck in your feelings, you literally refuse to see anything else. So um <laughs> she helps me get out of that you know, out of myself and into, you know, this open space where I'm looking at things from all points of view. And for me, you know, and I think for anybody, I think that's necessary. You know, when you function with a closed mindset, man, that's 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 um that's hard on everybody around you. So, you know, I like to try my best to to stay open to the possibility that I'm wrong. Shit. I'm I'm wrong, I'm not right, and 
she's that person that helped me, you know, kind of set a, a boundary really with myself. Like, you know, maybe you don't know, like the thing that you think, you know, you don't know. So step out <laughs> on that limb and like challenge yourself to see a different point of view. Um, the last person I'll say is, is Melvin and he really ain't last, but you know, I'm going to say him lastly, uh, because his mindset is totally different than mine. And honestly, you know, sometimes I have a tendency to, to categorize people. So when I think of how he thinks, I'd be like, you are so black and white. Ugh. But <laughs> I have to, you know, really take in account, you know, like upbringing and different things. And you just see the world from a different place, just like I see it from a different place. We have different perspectives, but the respect comes from being able to, to be taught what his perspective is and seeing it from different places. Again, being shown how to be open to what I don't know, um, being shown how to be open to where I could be wrong. Yeah. Mm-mm. Amber? Yeah. Um... <laughs> <laughs> The main person I think everybody knows who my person is is probably Mama because, mm-hmm. and it says or good or bad, right? <laughs> <laughs> so boundaries. Um, the good is that she really she ready to fight. You know, she people know if you know my Mama, you know that, and if you've been knowing her, you'll know that she will fight. So don't don't just come to her with anything. And she don't play the dozens. She gonna cut you straight, straight shooter, baby. Yeah. Like, so, you know, I don't joke well, right. <laughs> but I'm gonna hit you with some facts. <laughs> right. Don't try to clown me, cause I don't joke well. And mm. this um, one thing that I always think about that I definitely learned from her, a boundary that I made because I learned from her, is that for a long time you had one year with me and that was it because i watched her do 13 years with somebody and it didn't work right you know what I mean? yeah her do 13 years you know my our grandparents did what 50 60 years and it was hell yeah so baby, you got one year one and done that's it that's my boundary if it ain't working out after a year if we ain't doing nothing progressive after a year and you know what I want to do in life and you know what I want for my life, then we're done. We ain't going to work. It's not going to work. It's not working for me. It's me, not you. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> so I'm just saying, as far as boundaries go, <laughs> that, yeah, yeah. That lady right there definitely helped me learn some boundaries that I needed for myself. So, um, uh- Kicking in and head note, because what you just said, I feel like I learned that from a previous relationship. But um, I'm going to ask that question. What have you, what boundaries have you set for your life based off of your previous relationships? Go ahead, Jeremiah. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, run run that by me one more time. What boundaries have you set based off of your previous relationships? Hmm. So I'm gonna just kick on in there because I know that I have, um, and it wasn't because of a comparison thing. It was more or less what I was refusing to accept going forward. 
Um, because I know with the one before I even moved to Atlanta, I was like, yeah, you know what? Mm-mm. I, mm, yeah. Uh, the thought process of, you know, I didn't even, I've never thought about mama's long-term relationships. I just knew I didn't want to mess with anybody in my life that reflected qualities of being a liar. I was like, yeah, I'm not dealing with that. And so my mindset went to, you know, not really giving a person an ultimatum when I first meet them, but put it on the table. Listen, I don't feel like I don't play games, period. I don't do that. If that's what you want, if you still uh, functioning in, in a childish mode, listen, leave me alone. And that's a boundary that I keep throughout a relationship. If something feels off or if you feel like playing at any point in time, listen, leave me alone. I do not like to I just I don't like to play. You know what I'm saying? I'd be like, go find somebody else's kid to play with. I don't play. If you need a toy, go to the store and get one. <laughs> but, I, <laughs> but me, no. I don't feel like playing. I'm you know, at a certain point in my in your life, you feel like, hey, I'm too grown for certain shit. And uh, I had the time to spend going back and forth on small stuff. Mm, Only because mm. I got bigger shit I'm headed for. Well, yeah. So if you mm. if you are stuck in, in in a mindset where you still feel like playing in life, yeah, yeah, I don't, yeah, that's a that's a boundary that I set for myself. Like, you know, I'm not gonna feel sad for it. I'm not feeling sad for ending it. I'm not gonna feel sad if your feelings are hurt because I already let you know that I'm not that person. Hmm. Okay. You, you still want me to go, Amber? Or you or you got it? You got it? You still? The, you need you you need me to tag you in, or you need a one on the bench still? Go uh, ahead, Jeremiah. I was just you know I gotta ask. You know? No, I ain't care. Funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so boundaries I had to set after previous relationships. The biggest one uh, is the type of time and money you invest in people you put it in yourself first i used to put so many first what i mean by that i didn't i didn't deal with uh, someone just not having any place to live and i'm like all right well i'm gonna go ahead i'm gonna get us a spot bro and you know all you got to do is hold it down i'm gonna work these two jobs and you know you got your little nine to five, and I'm a I'm a help you get yourself together because I'm solid. You know, at this time I have, you know, uh, my two boys at that point. You know, this is this is a crazy time in my life where I have my boys a week apart. You know, two different women. So that's a hard that's a hard foul for any woman to deal with. You know, entering a relationship with. But when you invest in somebody and say, hey, this is how it's gonna be. I'm gonna get us a spot and boom, we gonna move out of state. Cause in here, in the state, it ain't gonna work. But when you sit here and tell somebody that and you invest in them, what I mean by invest in them, uh, you know, they had a family that didn't love them, uh, nobody that supported them. They didn't know how to do finances and all this other stuff. So what did my dumb ass do? Mm-hmm. I, I instilled all that shit in them. Hey, Hey chick, this is what you do. This is what you do with your money. This is what you do. This woo 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 woo. So lights turn on 
boundary set after the fact, after, you know, you get your nails done, but lights ain't on. You got your nails done and you out eating red lobster, folk. Mm-hmm. And we we got eviction notice. You feel me? <laughs> so I had to set the boundary on. You know what? You can't let everybody move in with you, bro. <laughs> right. You can't let everybody move in with you. And you can't teach everybody how to be grown. They have to come with something. Even though I have my setbacks and my financial endeavors, if you already know what I'm coming with, if I already got a place and you don't have a place and you better off than me, it's almost like a red flag, flag on the play. But we're going to check it out. But I definitely set the boundary as far as not going all in. And it took me two adult relationships for me to figure that out. The other boundary that I set in after uh, a relationship um, is hard to say, but um, not leaving your uh, your emotion on reserve. Yeah. Um, I figured, you know, after you know, just not realizing that after so much hurt, so much pain, I never acknowledged that, never took it into account. And it actually left me on reserve and hindered me from seeking greatness with somebody else. Because I'm like, okay, well, I have to do everything to make sure I don't end up in the situations that have been from the past. You know, I got to make sure I stay ahead of not an eviction notice or you know, hair nails or, or Jordan's value over these lights is gonna be on. <laughs> you know? Right. But um I say those are just a few things. I have a lot more, but I think those are, are some top tier ones. I just wrote that down. Not leaving your emotion on reserve. I did too. I, 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 <laughs> I wrote that right on down. I didn't even know it was a problem until now. <laughs> I put that right on down. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Any other tips? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. This really could go for forever because I was about to be like, okay, you guys, um, there's mm-hmm. physical boundaries, there's material, which is, you know, that money part. There's emotional, there's time, there's sexual boundaries. There's, you know, your relationship boundary. So I feel like there needs to be a part two because we've been on here for a minute. So um, I think we we have to come back for a part two because we have, we got a lot to say. Yeah. We got a lot to say. Listen, and we got some learning to do. Jeremiah dropping jewels and we sitting here taking notes. So um, I think we're going to come back for a part two, you guys. Yeah. Um, we're gonna continue boundaries next episode. We're gonna probably go even deeper because I think we didn't get a, a, a real deep. Y'all probably didn't, not, <laughs> y'all didn't uh, feel a lot of what we didn't say. Y'all didn't agree with it on the inside. I just want to let y'all know I am gonna drop a little worksheet if you just want to, you know, I'm gonna drop a little worksheet on um Facebook. I'll put it in my link tree and I'll drop it on Instagram just in case you want to fill it out. So you can see if maybe you have an issue with setting your own boundaries or um, maybe you missed it or maybe you let somebody walk all over you and you need to set some. You're going to, you know, you need to figure it out by listening to us and hearing how we didn't have to set boundaries or the things that we've had to do or things we've encountered. Maybe you need to set boundaries. So we're going to come back with a part two. 
until so we'll see you guys next week on Thursday. Until then, it is Holly Michelle, your host. Native Amber J in here. And the one and only Mr. Squared. We'll see you guys next week. We out. Howdy.